Welcome to About the Winelands. In this show, we will be chatting to leaders, influencers, wine producers, restaurants, and other role players. Tune in every Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday for your latest episodes. You will find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram TV, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. Before we start with the show, I need to share something really exciting. I recently interviewed Patrick Robertson, the CEO of the Fishwives Club Boutique Winery, and they have an absolutely awesome offer for our listeners. As a lockdown special, they have a special where if you purchase a case of wine, they will give you an incredible 45% discount on the second case. Yes, you heard that right. You get 45% discount on the second case. And as a bonus, you will also receive entry into the new wine in a can and t-shirt giveaway that ends at the end of August. This is really worth checking out. And you can check this out at the website, fishwivesclub.gr8.com. Let me repeat that, fishwivesclub.gr8.com. We will put this link in the description so you can find it there as well. But you need to hurry. Um, they only have a thousand cases available and this offer is restricted to one order per customer. So hurry. Good day everyone and welcome back offer. to About the Wine. Check out the link. Today I'm talking to Justin Klaus. Yeah. Justin On is a blogger and an influencer and um, he's running a blog called Justin on Cork. Welcome to About the Wine, Justin. Thank you, Will. Thank you so much. Justin, tell me, are you coping with the um, lockdown? Are you excited about the lockdown lifting as well? I'm, I'm very excited. I think yesterday was a, a highlight in, in Cyril's speech when he said that um, we, we will be able to, to buy some alcohol again on the 1st of June. So I think that is some good news for the wine industry as well. Oh, very good news. But I'm coping, I'm, I'm, I'm coping, I'm, I'm coping fairly okay, I think. <laughs> So you are you working at from home at the moment? Um, yes, I'm working from home, and I think um, we will probably work from home for it could be until the end of the year or when this whole pandemic has ended. No, that's that's good. At least you can keep working, right? Which is important. Absolutely, yes. So, Justin, tell us a bit about yourself and how you became involved in the wine industry. Uh, well, I, I grew up in the Northern Cape. I was born in the Northern Cape in California. And um, I think my point of view in terms of alcohol was a bit different in the Northern Cape because, you know, the norm was always people consume beer around me. So I think that was the main thing. And then um, came to the Western Cape, saw all these beautiful vineyards and I got introduced to you know, wine farms, started going out with friends and just explored a lot um, with wines. And that is basically how my, my, percepts, my perception changed about, you know, beer is not always the answer. Wine, the, the, the wine is such a bigger um, field, if I can call it that. So that is where my interest grew for the wine industry. Amazing. And did you start working in the wine industry after that? Yes. So um, I, I studied 
directly after school, I went to University of Stellenbosch and I studied accounting, um, which didn't really work out for me. Um, then I started working in the bank the year after that. And um, I realized that I'm, I'm actually not a bank person. And then I got my very first job after the bank um, at South African Wine Industries and Information Systems, um, which is called Sarvis. Um, mm -hmm. I got my first job in the wine industry at Sarvis. Um, and after Sarvis, I went to work at Graham Beck Wines. After Graham Beck, I was at Steenberg Vineyards. So Graham Beck and, Steen, um, and Steenberg are sister companies. And after Steenberg, went to Douglas Green Bellingham. And now I'm at the Stell. So I've been around the block in the wine industry. So, uh, you know, you, you have this very exciting blog and um, also um, influencer business. So tell us about Justin Uncorked and what's the history? How did you start with this? And you know, Tell us a little bit more about that. I, 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 I initially started uh, a page on Instagram called um, Uncorked and Talk. Um, so I, I focused a lot on, you know, taking nice pictures just of the wines. But I didn't really feel connected to the name. Um, and I decided, because we always go out and I would always take nice pictures on the wine farms. So why should I then hide behind the name and not show my face? Um, then I started, um, then I changed my Instagram name to Justin Uncorked because that essentially um, gives people a more personal touch to who I am. Um, and the reason why I chose Uncorked as part of my name is as you uncork a bottle of wine, you tell a story. And this is basically just me telling my story virtually on Instagram. Oh, that's amazing. I have a friend started calling you Justin Uncorked now. Uh, <laughs> a lot of them, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you seem to be... Um, um, uh, you seem to, in the beginning, you just to focus on blogging, but you've recently moved away a bit more. And it looks like to me like you're focusing more on Instagram um, and social media. Is this by design? Um, it, it is, yeah. I think um, people no longer rely on um, newspapers and magazines. And Instagram, I have the biggest following on Instagram among all my other platforms as Twitter and um, my Facebook page. So I think I gravitate just more towards social, um, Instagram at this point in time, because, yeah, it just works for me. Okay, excellent. And how important do you think um, social media is going to become in the future for um, the wine industry? Well, I think it, it, it is already important now. I think it is now the time that, you know, the wine industry can use this platform to put their wines out there and to promote online um, purchases of the wines because like like we said earlier on um the ban is now lifted so we can now try and push online sales even more um and it makes it so much easier for us all you know because we don't have to go stand in queues and um put ourselves at risk to get this virus so i don't think that um it is important in the future but now is actually the time for the wine industry um to focus more on you know pushing online sales and putting themselves out there. Yes, I totally agree with you. I think this is going to be a growing trend and uh, well, it's been a growing trend for a long time, but it's now been speeded up, right, with what's happened um, um, in the industry. 
So you are, you are becoming quite quickly becoming an influencer in the industry and you know um, with the following you're getting on, on Instagram you must be noticed by by wine producers and you know people contacting you to asking you to maybe do things and stuff like that. So what does a wine producer do yes. or, or a wine and business if they want to see you there as an influencer? Because it looks to me like you're not only doing, just, just to um, backtrack a little bit, you're not just interested in wine, you're also interested more in lifestyle, in, in traveling and also um, even restaurants and stuff like that. Am I right? Yes, you are. Yes, you are. So if a business is out there and they are trying to get your attention, how do they, you know, get, you to actually write something for them or about them what do they need to do so a, a lot of businesses use pr companies um so these pr companies would then scout for um influencers or bloggers within the portfolio for instance wine um and the pr companies would then reach out to us and send us media jobs and um we then take it from there so we would take pictures and tell the audience about um, how we enjoy the wines or food or whatever we get sent. So um, I think a lot of the, the wine farms or wine companies use PR companies to, you know, reach out to influencers and bloggers. Okay. So, so that, that would be the avenue to really, um, um, if, if somebody's sitting there with a, with a, as a smaller producer or with a small restaurant and is thinking, I'm seeing this guy, Justin, on, on Instagram, maybe if he posts something about my restaurant or get more sales, they can just DM you right on your Instagram page. So it's yes, yeah, they, yes, you are. So it can be a DM or it can be an email, any form of communication. I quickly want to share something exciting. I have heard via the grapevine that the Fishwives Club will be launching a new lifestyle club soon. If you have not heard of the Fishwives Club yet, just know that you're probably missing out on the sexiest wine label out there. To stay in the loop, please quickly go and follow them on Instagram. The Instagram handle is at the Fishwives Club Lifestyle. Let me repeat that. At the Fishwives Club Lifestyle. Now, on with the show. So what is your, um, your long-term vision for, um, as an influencer? You know, what is your income? What would you like to do, Justin? Where would you like to take this? I think when I started this blogging thing, my, my goal was to, you know, um, see more or, or get more young people involved in, in drinking wines um, and realize that, you know, wine is not just to get wasted, if I can call it that, but, you know, you can pair wine with food, with different types of food. Um, and so I think essentially my focus would be to just, reach out to more young people, you know, the pe people that that needs more education on wine. But not just education, you know, just to connect with people and tell a story to them. Um, and also just to make people aware that wine is not expensive and going out to wine farms, you literally just need like 200 bucks to, to have a decent wine tasting and just enjoy the views of the wine farms. I mean, we um, in Salem Bosch and Paul, we have such beautiful um, wine farms. Um, so that is ultimately my goal, you know, just to reach out to more young people to get more involved in the enjoyment of wine. 
So if you look at your um, social media following, what would you say would be the, you know, the demographics, the age groups and the, the split between male and female, that type of thing? Uh, um, according to the demographics, I think more male, male um, follow me. I think it could be over 60%. And then the age is between 32 and 40. So it's, it's more or less, you know, in my age group where people would um and it's actually a, a, a good thing that more males follow me in this case you know because it's, it's nice to know that there are guys young guys that also enjoy wine that's true you know and it's interesting that that uh, it's a growing growing group um and um, so if you look at the way they are interested in wine like the traditional i think people um older than 50 are more interested in the the older type things, right? Where does the wine come from? The history of the farm, the winemaker's stories. So your age group, what are their interests? What are they looking for? Are they more interested in price? Are they interested in experience? What, what do they like? Um, so I think people in my age group are more into the experience, going out to wine farms and you know, have a bottle of wine with their friends. Um, but the price also plays, you know, a role in, in, in wine, in them purchasing wines. So that's a bit of both, I would say. But more, more so enjoying um, the wine and the experience of it. Yeah, that's interesting. So something else that's, um, um, I'm just thinking of that's popped up lately, um, I've seen that there's a few brands coming up with, with wine in a can. Um, I don't know if you've seen this. What do, you, what do you think of this idea? I think it's actually a brilliant idea because you can literally just have your wine in, in, in your hand. Personally, I've, I haven't really had um, wine in a can. I did try MCC in a can, which was great. I really, really loved it. I think it was um, JC LaRue. But I think it's a, technology evolves and the world is changing every day. So it's important to try out new things and see what, what, how people feel about it. I mean, you can have, as a beer, you can have your, or a cool drink, you can have your wine as well. And, that's nice. and also I think the big thing is, um, I was thinking specifically like wine bars and stuff. One of the biggest problems are spillage, right? They open, they open a bottle of wine and then maybe somebody buys one, somebody buys a glass, they have to open a whole bottle. Whereas if Absolutely. that's a nice convenient size, a 250 ml can can actually work quite well. Absolutely, absolutely, yes. So just in the coronavirus, I mean, it's locked us all up. We have to change our business models. Oh. Have you thought about this? What are your ideas? And even for producers, what do you, you, you know, what would new ideas that you would, that you thought of while sitting in lockdown? I haven't really given it a lot of thought, but, but, but what I would say now at this point, it is to utilize social media, utilize the platforms um, such as Instagram to push for um, you know, awareness of the different brands um, and just make people aware that you know, there is discounts when purchasing wines for this period of time or just push your online sales yeah i think i think that that is that is right um uh, uh so from your wine journey 
what would you say is the most important thing that you've personally learned? Um, <laughs> I, I think number one is that not all rosés are sweet. I always <laughs> had this perception that a rosé wine is a sweet wine and I'm not a sweet wine drinker. Um, that is number one. Number two is that, you know, not all your, your cheaper wines that you see on the shelves in shops are of lesser quality. You know, because if you are an expensive drinker, you would gravitate towards an expensive bottle because you think it's of better quality, but it's, it's not always the case. Um, yeah, and that, that wine is just nice to enjoy and you can do so much with wine. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, so Justin, I ask everyone this question is um, your favorite wine quote. You can, I mean, do you have your own one or is there one that's your favorite? I don't have my own one, but um, I I always see on Twitter when someone opens a bottle of wine at 10 in the morning or at 9 or at 1, someone would say, it is 5 o'clock somewhere in the world. So there's never a wrong time for you to open a bottle of wine or to enjoy a glass. That's, that's, that's funny because um, um, people, people always say, you know, the Boeing's over, but these days you, you would never be drinking because there's no flights. <laughs> so, so, but yeah, that's, that's a good one. And um, yeah, Justin, if people want to get hold of you and want to um, connect with Justin or, you know, how do they, how do they get hold of you? What's the best places? Best places, um, Instagram, so it will be just, I'm um, at Justin underscore Uncorked. I'm also on Twitter, same handle, Justin Uncorked, and Facebook page, same name, and then my website. But Instagram, it doesn't Instagram. really matter. Yeah. Instagram yeah. is the thing. So, so um, just as a, I mean, I'm, I'm, you've been, we've been hammering on about Instagram, and I can see you focusing on it. You believe that uh, that that people um oh yeah you feel that people are moving away from Facebook a lot uh, uh, to Instagram and that Instagram is going to become the, the the powerhouse driving social media in the future. Yes, I think so. Um, and personally, myself, I if I look at all my Facebook memories that pops up every day, I'm thinking, yo, I posted a lot on Facebook and the things that I said, but um. I'm definitely using Instagram more. I think that is the first thing you do when you when you wake up in the morning, you go on Instagram and you check people's pictures and you like people's pictures. So I think Instagram is just growing and growing and growing. I, I don't know if everyone is moving away from, from Facebook, but personally, I, I definitely did. I, I don't post as much on Facebook any, um, anymore as I did in the past. Oh, that's interesting. Justin, it's been, it's been very interesting talking to you and um, thank you for spending the time. I know everyone's busy and uh, good luck with everything. And um, are you going to stand in line um, at the local tops or wherever um, on the 1st of June? Um, it, it all depends. I think I'll, I'll, for now, I will just order something online mm -hmm. um, and see how it goes. Um, let everyone just get their, their stock first. Okay, Justin, thank you. I appreciate the time you've spent. And um, yeah, it was, a, it was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Will. Thank you for supporting our show. If you would like to get more exposure for your business, please have a look at our sponsorship options. Thanks again for supporting About the Winelands.
please follow us on YouTube and on our social media channels. All details and links are in the description. Thank you.